0: Listening to Scoreline Extra, a Scoreline.ie podcast that brings you the best of our sporting highlights every week plus special one off features. The latter applies to today, the last Thursday in January, which in Irish horse racing circles means Goff's Taestes Day bit of a spoiler alert the Goffs Thaestes chase was won this year by Gordon Elliott trained Coco Beach with young jockey Jack Kennedy on board at 21 he's already making history and claiming his second Thaestes winner in four years an incredible achievement and we'll speak to him a little bit later on my name is Ken Maguire and along with Shane O'Keefe for Casey Law we spent the day trackside to bring you all the live racing updates joining us for the day we're racing TV's Kevin O'Ryan with live commentary from Jerry Hannon on air in this edition of Scoreline Extra we'll bring you all of Kevin's post-race interviews for KCLR between winning jockeys, trainers and some of those on the ground at Goran Park. Up first is Keith Donoghue who was on board the 7-2 favourite Ferrara Way, who took the opening race of the day, the Langtons Kilkenny Handicap Hurdle for trainer James Draper.
1: Yes, Keith Donoghue wins the opening race the Langtons Kilkenny Handicap Hurdle our opening race on the 2021 Golfs tie Day. Keith, many congratulations, His horse has done it well.
2: But they leave the stuff that's up to you. They don't put any pressure on you and uh probably going to turn some make it or furniture upside and see how we get on and uh practically work today and the I would breed the went on from leading the backstone to the second last, and then you probably idle a little bit or once you've got the bus coming from you picked up again and then it was
1: good. And obviously, he'd won in heavy ground. His only win prior to that came at Wexford. That was back in March of last season. The ground is very, very testing out here because when you passed as the first time you were hacking, and when you passed as the second time you were hacking.
2: Yeah, it's got very tough going. It's tough going with that heavy ground. But this is going to be one of the reasons that come up They're all old school horses. You know, he's been the winner and got the SSL 4K and he's okay with all these big straight races.
1: Of course, the Draper family. His dad, the late great Tom Draper, who dominated Irish jump racing for many, many years. Of course, has won the these Chase with
0: none other, of course, than Arkland Flying Bolt.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well done. Next we hear from Tom Draper.
1: Yes, Tom Draper joins me, assistant trainer to his dad, Jim Draper, after winning the opening race on Gough's Ties this Day twenty twenty one. It was the Langtons Kilkenny Handicap hurdle fired away. Good performance and he deserved that,
3: didn't he? He did, he did, Kev, on the back of his um on the back of his ferry house run. It was a, he deserved it. Christmas didn't work out at Limerick for whatever reason. But uh, this was always we always had this in mind and always oh, to get a winner on the last the last Thursday in January is a big day in this part of the world but it's a great it's you know, it's a great meeting and it was just lovely to get a winner of any sort.
1: And of course the draper name is synonymous with Goff's Tiestes of course your your late granddad of course he trained Flying Bolt and Arkell to win
3: this race. He did. He did. Well, yeah, To win the Tiestes I don't think they won the notch one well, of no, not. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> ah, no, no I know what you mean. Uh, no come here that's what I was just saying. Say I, 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 <laughs> I was just saying that, you know, that winning any race is fantastic. The dream is to try and find a horse good enough to be you know you'd love of him to go up through the grade, and every horse starts out in their career to go up through the gates and be a test. This horse, and that, that's the dream, you know? And, and this
1: horse, it was only his eighth run of his career. That's the second win. He absolutely relishes heavy ground because it's very, very testing out there.
3: It is, it is. Now, the Newell family are local to and County, Mead, They're not a million miles. Must. They're very, they're old-fashioned kind of people. They're not really worried. They don't want judgment until they're six. So you're under no pressure. So he's tipped away through and he's probably only a horse there now. Although he did, he won a natural ability last Paddy's Day in Wexford. I'd say we're maybe only seeing, seeing the real horse now. Where are we going to see him next? I don't know. I, I, I was just saying that Keith rode him last week, schooled him over fences to run in a beginner's next weekend, uh, just after after Leopardstown the following week. And he hopped off the other day, and he said, I'm after looking up the entries for Thursday, um, we'll run him in that hurdle race, and I'll make the running. And he walked away from me. So I said, fair enough. So the smart answer is, I'll chat to Keith and see see what the handicapper does, and we'll have a look. Christoph your
1: second win in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you were telling me at Fairy House uh, that you're full up and you have a lot
3: of nice young horses to look forward to. So that's great to hear. It is, it is. We're sort of we're at that crossroads. I was saying, Kev, where with the, with obviously with what's going on, no point of pint. and There's 20 horses there in the spring of their five-year-old year of the point of point battalion that need to decide are they bumper horses, are they maiden hurdle horses, or if if they're owned by people have you the have, have you the balls to let them out and go in the autumn mm. but all of a sudden you blink and you're six. So it's a decisions have to be able to come here. There's some lovely there's some lovely horses there and as long as your horses are running well at least you can get a line on them, do you know? Great stuff well they are indeed at the moment and long may continue. Exciting times for the Draper family again. Well done today. That's what, thanks. Cheers Kev. Thanks very much
0: Second race of the day was the Connolly's Red Mills Irish EBF Ladies Auction Maiden Hurdle. The race restricted to lady riders. With the going heavy, it was the Mag Mullins-trained Song of Earth first past the post at eleven to two from Jongus and Galway in third. The winning jockey Lisa O'Neill shared her thoughts with Kevin on being part of Tieste's day at Goran Park.
1: Yes, you saw a thrilling finish to our second race of the afternoon. It was the Connolly's Red Mills Irish European Breeders Fund Ladies Auction Maiden Hurdle over two and a half miles, and it was won by the Locally trained the Mags Mullins train number two song of art, Lisa O'Neill joins me now. And Lisa, it was a cracking finish. I thought from the back of the last that uh, Sheila Horn was just going to mug you, but you'd a willing partner underneath you.
4: Yeah, absolutely. he done it very well. He, he battled all the way to the line, so um, he, he needed to do that. And look, he pulled out all everything he needed to, so we're, we're lucky we got there in the end.
1: And you knew coming here, obviously, he'd handle ground. He was a bumper winner on, on very, very testing conditions as well. But he's an out and out there isn't he?
4: Yeah, absolutely. And he's by Maler, so he excels on that ground. And he's plenty of experience so I think that stood the most to him as well today
1: and obviously coming here today it looked like Henry de Bromhead was going to be very hard to beat that ran too bad to be true but you knew a long way out that that was well be- beaten dropped right out quite quickly and turning into the straight you had a time to perfection you knew that you had a bit left in the tank
4: yeah absolutely Henry's horse looked like the one with the biggest danger um, we, were, we were hopeful that ours had run, run well but look he look, he done it very well and we turned into the straight and he jumped and travelled the whole way so um, it, it was great to get him Get him over the line in front.
1: And of course you've plenty of experience I think that was a sixth run of a hurdle, wasn't it?
4: Definitely yeah and look Mags and Danny have done a great job with him as well so um, full credit to them.
1: I presume you've ridden for Mags before have you?
4: I- I've ridden for her once or twice years ago um, I can't even remember what it was now so <laughs> but yeah de- definitely rode for her once or twice so it's nice to get the winner on the board.
1: And especially in a big day like today it's Goran's biggest day as well and obviously Mags is uh, a local trainer she only trains what three or four miles away from here?
4: Absolutely she's only over the road so it's brilliant and and. Uh, uh, big thanks to Eddie Scally for facilitating all the girls today on such a big National Hunt Day for Gorham Park. So it's fantastic for us to be here and, and just to ride on the track on a big day like today.
1: And it's a great series as well, the Connolly's Red Mill Auction, uh, Irish European Breeders Fund Auction Series, and a ladies' race as well. Last year, I'm nearly certain, was the first time to introduce that ladies' race uh, here at is then.
4: Yeah, it was established last year. And look, it's great to be able to ride on some of these big tracks and, and on the big days as well. It gives great exposure to some of the girls, you know, and, and it makes new connections for all of us too you know so um, look it's great and long may it last
0: long may it last indeed well done Lisa
4: great thanks Kevin thanks very much
0: the John Mulhern Galmoy Hurdle was the first of the big races of the afternoon the Grade 2 with some €35,000 up for grabs while a stewards inquiry delayed the official results plus the restrictions around inquiries distances from the jockeys rooms to the stewards rooms and the rest we are in different times it was a winner all right for Sam's profile to steal the Grade 2 by a half length from Deal Kerr both at 8-1 while Six Shooter placed third at 11-2 Philip Enright guided Sam's Profile home for winning trainer Mouse Morris and he joined Kevin after the race to discuss Sam's Profile's recent seasons and what comes next with Cheltenham very much on the horizon
1: Yes, Mouse Morris joins me after Winning the third race of the afternoon, the John Mulhern Galmite Grade 2 hurdle of Sam's Profile Mouse. Many congratulations. A good bit of training by you as well, because his last two runs have been over fences, first run over hurdles in, uh, in quite some time.
5: Yeah, he, he got a very bad fall in Thorless, and then he ran in Fairy House, I think it was tard. Uh But we didn't realise he was suffering a bit after the Thorless run, and it just got too late then just to, to get experience into him, you know
1: and then obviously when you've rerouted, him because obviously he loses novice status as well too you want to keep a novice status the oh, next yeah. season so the plan was then this race came up we'll aim for this race yeah
5: that was you know we kind of had a second string to our bow to here or go to Navan so um, the, obviously this was on the, on the cards first
6: you know
1: a Mouse he's a horse uh, that's relatively likely race but a horse you've always held in high regard his form is there he was unlucky not to be closer to Martin Brazil City Island when finishing 5th in the 2018 running at the Ballymore Properties then he finished runner up to Colin Tizard's reserve tank in the Grade 1 Novice at the Punchestown Festival he missed then nearly a season He's a horse you've always held in high regard
5: yeah but you know he hasn't just he's, he's not I mean he's a gorgeous horse and he's as tough as nails uh, but he just hasn't been simple you know uh, just not the luckiest horse injury wise you know
1: you put the hood on him for the first day today, first time today because he can be a little bit keen in his race,
5: yeah, he was very keen now in his two two races over fences, so you had to whatever we did, he had to settle today, you know with the ground the where it was
1: coming here, were you expecting a performance like that coming here today
5: um, I was hopeful yeah i wasn't quite sure where we were with him fitness, like he was fit but but it, you know the difference between fit and race fit and especially with the ground you know so, and i'd
1: imagine mouse obviously with his little hold up with that rib injury and that there is a bit more improvement to come from this horse um i'd like to think so <laughs> i'd like to think so and of uh, course when you come out and say things like that you sit up and take note. as soon as i asked that question and other viewers can't see it at home but a glint in your eye came your eyes lit up mouse next question is the Stairs Hurdle on the agenda now at Cheltenham for him?
5: Well, it's suddenly penciled in. We're a bit limited to where we can go. There's Pontchestown, uh, there's the race up in Navan if we don't go to Cheltenham. Cheltenham is the other. They're not well catered for now over here, to be honest with you, you know. So the as sooner as he goes over fences, probably the better chance he has.
1: And am I right saying, does he hold an entry in the Stairs Hurdle at the moment? He does, yeah. He does? Yeah. So, I hope he does it, you know. quite <laughs> <laughs> he questions, as if he doesn't. And Mouse, it's, uh, it's been a good season for you. You have a couple of smart young horses mm. on your hands. Gentleman's Game, a horse I was very taken with, owned by Rob Corp Brian Acheson Rob Corb, that won a maiden hurdle yeah. down in Cork in the first couple of days of January. Where are we going to see him next? Well, you might,
5: it, it might be, because he's grey, he probably shines out a bit more than he probably should do for what he's done at the minute, you know. Um I'm not sure where he go. We just wait till the ground dries up, gets a bit better, you know.
1: But Mouse, no matter if he was grey, black, or white, <laughs> or chestnut, he was very, very impressive the day he won in uh, in that maiden hurdling car. He was, I mean he couldn't have done any more, you know. But um we'll see. Good stuff. And obviously to win the John Mulhern Galmay hurdle as well. You won it a couple of years ago, a few years ago, now, I think uh, 10 or 11 years ago, War of Attrition went on and uh, won a gold cup. And of course, mm. Galmay, Trapper, John, they were the same era. You, of yeah. course, Train Trapper, John. It must give you great satisfaction to win uh, that race again. Yeah, no,
5: it's, look, it's, it's a great race and fair play to Golfson Ema, Mulhorn, you know, for uh, putting it on. And it's uh,
1: no, terrific. Great stuff. You're having a good season. Well done. Thank We're you very much. The grade two today with uh, Sam's profile. Could be another Cheltenham Stairs hurdle, horse from Mouse Morris. Well done. Thank you.
0: Having recently gotten his licence and looking to continue the family business, former conditional jockey turned trainer John Flavin saw his own street value rise to the occasion of the Adair Manor Opportunity Handicap Hurdle and he spoke with Kevin after the 250 to see how things are going in Tremor.
1: Yes, John Flavin joins me now after winning a fourth race of the afternoon, the Adair Manor Opportunity Handicap. Hurdle with street value. John, many congratulations. He provided you with your first winner at Clonmel only two weeks ago. He went up 11 pounds, but he's absolutely bolted up again today.
6: Yeah, I said he's a real, real tough, genuine horse. Um, he came out of the race fairly well last week, and I've had him down the beach every day, so i since freshen him up. And he was in great old form, so I said, with such a good pot on offer, I said, he you let him take his chance because I knew he'd handle the ground, which I knew possibly there some of them buttons so i said we go ahead and obviously john he was a handicap
1: debut uh the last day in clonmel when he won he'd come in off the back of a very good run finishing third in limerick uh, behind one of willie mullins that was over two miles at limerick at christmas time very similar today as it was in clonmel he never looked at any stage that he was going to win until the back of the last and he's bolted up on both occasions yeah.
6: no that's just the type of horses he just races behind the bridle which is the t- perfect type for this type of ground and Barry John said he's just going as quick as he, every time he squeezes him. He just picks up and picks up. So I'm happy with it anyway. <laughs> and there's more to come from this horse I know you'll get another
1: hike again from the handicapper today he went up 11 pounds you claimed off him as well the last yeah. day so he's a lot higher uh, but coming here today were you expecting a performance like that again?
6: Well as I said I, 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 I've had him down the beach and he's been hopping since his run and I thought uh, the run the last day in the ha- first time in the handicap might sharpen him up a bit um, just for racing and all that and I was just happy the way he went through with the line the last day to say that he could run well again today yeah, yeah where will we see him next oh he'll definitely I told you last week he get a break <laughs> but he'll definitely get a break <laughs> now after that for a couple of weeks I'd say I look at something there in a month's time or six weeks because I want to keep him and hopefully be back here maybe for a big race next year again because he is a a chaser in the making hopefully yeah
1: good stuff and John tell us a little bit about yourself for the KCLR viewers who don't know you uh, this
6: horse provided you with your first winner when you took over the license from your dad only two weeks ago yeah as I said I tried to I've been building sort of a team there over the last year so that when I take over from my father I'd have something to go on with and thankfully I got the license out and he won for me and I have, have about 15 horses in training with great facilities we have the beach right beside us we have gallops in the arenas you, whatever you need to train horses we have it at home so hopefully now if we get a few more we'll be able to do the business and you're training down near tremor yeah about a mile away from Tremore. Um my parents having a equestrian center down there and uh, i've always been so more into the race and i was a conditional over in england for a couple of years and me weight and a few injuries set, stopped me at that but i always knew that um I always knew that training would be to hopefully the long-term goal, so I was always more in, in interested in that than that And of
1: course, you you learned your trade from some really good operators. You had Evan Williams, your rich, Richard Guest
6: as well in England. Yeah, yeah, it was um, Michael Harrigan to start with when he'd be for Sam Cloy. He was a very good. He still is a very good trainer, very good at looking after horses. And then I went to Richard Guest. He had over a hundred horses at the time, and. Uh, it gave me huge opportunities, a lot of rides, rode at all the tracks in England and just really got, you, got into your head how to race ride and things like that. And uh, then I went to Evan Williams then and he, he, he is a very good trainer and always on the go. So you, all of them very different trainers, but I learned an awful lot off every one of them, to be fair, to be able to bring home
1: good stuff and uh, targets have you set yourself any targets you're obviously an ambitious uh, young trainer starting off what's the, what's the
6: goal oh sure the goal is to be get, get right up there with the good lads hopefully in time but I said I'm 15 in now if I had 25, 13 next year and just keep building it. As I said, I have great lads riding out for me and people I know at the time of day. So I have no reason why if I didn't get the ammunition, I wouldn't be able to do it, if you know what I mean.
1: And of course, to have a winner, I know it's different times, there's no crowds here, but to have a winner on Gostayeste's day at Gorham Park, it's a real high-profile meeting. That's where you want to have winners, oh, isn't that's
6: it? it? The minute, The minute he, this lad won last week, I looked at the, at the programme and this race was there. And I said you with, uh, with the prize money the sponsors are offering, uh, I said, I'll, I'll have to enter him anyway. And then when I saw the race, I said, he'll have to have a go because I, liked, I looked mad about the horse and I thought he could really, really run well for me on a big day like today. So it's great. And tell us uh, finally a little bit about the owners, the Miracle Cure Syndicate. Oh, they're, they're probably gone mad at home now in the, um, wherever they are, in the She Beans or wherever. But um, no, um, Eddie Power is a man that's been coming with me uh, I've been coming with him, sorry, to the Thaises, I'd say, for the last 15 years. And uh, he's he'd be much preferred to be here, but I said, hopefully, we'll be here next year. Um, but we've been always coming, racing together. He was my first, uh, sorry, El Patro, uh, man that looked after me. And then there's uh, Johnny Ryan and Becky uh, McKenna, and they um, they are very enthusiastic young, enthusiastic young lads there mad for racing, so they're great men to have with us. Uh, very
1: important indeed. Well done. It's been a great success story so far with Street Value. you placed them extremely well. Two winners uh, in the space of two weeks, and hopefully it's the first of many. We're not seeing uh, we, plenty more to come from Street Value. John, well done. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Next for us was the big one. €100,000 on the table for the Goffs Thaestes handicap chase, the Grey Day. Willie Mullins has dominated the race in recent years, and a cappella bourgeois, while knowing it was going to be a challenge, would have been fancied this year, ultimately finishing back in fifth. It turns out, though, Gordon Elliott and Jack Kennedy had other ideas as the jig and Sound Colours sailed to a 1-2, Kennedy steering Cocoa Beach to victory. At 21 years old, it's Kennedy's second Thieste's win, having taken Munbag Notorious to glory in 2018. Kevin spoke to Kennedy at KCLR's HQ on the day following the race and was joined after by Ian Busty-Amond assistant trainer to Gordon Elliott to talk potential future plans
1: Yes Jack Kennedy joins me after winning on Cocoa Beach the 2021 20, running of the Goffs Test is chasing Jack your second victory in the race of course you won on Magnetorius a few years ago for Gordon
7: Yeah yeah, um, no it's it's great Um it's uh, one of the biggest handicaps of, of the year, so um, it's a great race to win. Yeah.
1: And obviously, Jack, this horse, handicap debut, fifth run over fences, blinkers on him for the first time, one two for Garden. I know you were tossing and turning which one to ride. Run wild, Fred, down but two pounds lower than you. He's finished second, but this horse plenty of class, isn't he? started yeah. Favor
7: for Fred Winter a couple of years ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, he was uh, he was a good a good juvenile hurdler, and. Um, went on then and probably was just struggling a little bit his first four runs over fences and I think maybe kind of smaller fields and um, no blinkers he was just lacking a bit of concentration but the the bigger field today and the blinkers uh, sharpened him up an awful lot and he he travelled travelled brilliant throughout the race
1: First time over the trip as well was that a slight worry coming here today?
7: Uh, Not really no he's a big big staying horse so um, it wouldn't have been wouldn't have been something that I'd have been worried about in the back of my mind at all, no.
1: You talk us through the race. It looked to go very straightforward. You're up handy all the way and he looked to jump brilliantly.
7: Yeah, jump great. Um, I suppose I got left at the start a little bit, but he winged the force and got me into a nice position and he just kept jumping and traveling then. And, um, we didn't go that fast, so I suppose the front end was the, was the best place to be. So um, no, it worked out great, yeah.
1: Ideally, I'd imagine, would you have liked the lead for a little bit longer? Because it is very, very testing out there.
7: I, I would have, but I, I was going that well. I didn't really want to be waiting around either and waiting for something to to come out by me and and, and sicken him. So uh, I, I couldn't believe how well I was going going down to this hard last and he jumped at very well again and I kind of got left in front. So... I said, I better kick on on him rather than be waiting for something to come to me. So uh, it worked out anyway. And Jack, only his
1: fifth run over fences. Surely this is only the beginning for him over fences. He looks a real, he could be a a real proper staying chaser.
7: Yeah, you'd hope so anyway. he, the, the performance he put in today, um, you'd imagine there might be a, f- a few more nice nice pots in him hopefully.
1: You've won so many big races now. In a short career, like people forget what age you are. You at You're only twenty one years of age, it's aren't 21, you? Twenty one, yeah, yeah. To win a golf test chase for the second time, what does it mean to you?
7: Uh, it's brilliant, sure. Um you grow up when you're when you're a child, you're you're watching these races and and dreaming about about riding in them. So, um, to to be in the position I'm in now is a, a dream come true, and I'm very lucky. And
1: Jack, usually
7: Gore and there's 12000 people here. The reception in
1: normal times that you would have got coming in would be second to none. Bit eerie coming back in today.
7: Yeah, it is. It is, especially a, a big race like this. Um, there'd probably be more of a, a buzz around the place, obviously, with with the, with the crowd here. But um, unfortunately. It's not possible at the moment, but um, it's great that the, the racing is still going and um, they were able to keep the show on the road, yeah. Very well said. Jack, many congratulations. You're now
1: twice a winner of the yeah. golf Test. Testies. Well done. Thanks, thanks Kevin. Ian busty Almond, assistant trainer of Garden Giants again. Fair play to you. We asked you beforehand if you were to have a, a bet on one of Garden's horses. Uh, it was going to be Cocoa Beach and how right you are. Well done.
8: Yeah, he was right. Look, we said he was the choice of Jack and Gordon was sweet enough for him, I think he was sort of hoping Jack could pick him as well, so it all worked out, he jumped great, and obviously handled the ground great, and it was it was impressive enough now, he was, he, he was the winner from a long way out.
1: And a lot more to come from him. he's only a six-year-old Busty, that was only his fifth run over fences, still a novice, inexperienced, blinkers on him for the first time, a hell of a good performance, all things being equal, yeah, jumped the, really
8: well. Jumped very well, the blinkers obviously done the trick as well, travelled really well, jumped very well, and he will improve off it, it's only his fifth run, and Going around the handicap like that, hustle and bustle, that's going to bring him on too. So look, the handicapper's going to put him up a good few pound, obviously, but there's still going to be there's going to be improvement in him. So he's going the right way.
1: And a one-two, of course, one run while Fred, another inexperienced individual, again his first run in the handicap was second. He's run a
8: cracker. Yeah, he's run a cracker. Jo- Sean said the same. He said he jumped unbelievable in the ground. same, he was never going to get to the winner, but stayed out the whole way to the line and. Look, it's coming into the time of year where there's going to be plenty of big races coming up for the likes of him as well, so hopefully he can bag a big one.
1: And the likes of Cocoa Beach, is there any immediate plans? Farmers are too early to say.
8: No, I wasn't speaking to Gordon as to where he's going to go next, but sure, look, he's won a big pot today. I'm sure he'll give him a handy week now and sit down and probably be somewhere like Cheltenham at this stage, Was it's close to it enough, so, but... I don't know the immediate plans, but look, he's bagged a big one today, and we'll see what comes up for. Him.
1: And he's a horse you've always held in high regard. I think I'm. i right. Send this horse out a favour for Fred Winter a couple of seasons ago. And it's yeah, nice years.
8: horse and four-year-old year. Yeah, a fine big horse as well. Probably only just coming to himself now, but he was actually in the yard today. He was nearly impossible to saddle and stuff. So we were hoping that was a good sign, and uh, it worked out that way. I was just saying it to Jack when we were getting the saddle that he was he was mad down there. So he was obviously very well in himself. So it all worked out.
1: And I know Gordon obviously. Aims a lot of horse at the likes of the golf test Testy's Chase, one of the most prestigious and iconic races in the Irish National Hunt calendar. And to win it for a second year in succession, or second year, uh, he must get a great kick out of it.
8: Oh, he would. Yeah. These are the, the big races you want to be winning. These big handicaps. Look, it's very unfortunate here today. These, this is their biggest day. Probably there's no one here to see it, but that's the way it is. We just have to get on with it. But this, these type of races are the races you want to be aiming at. Gordon would have had this in his head probably for him from months ago, you know, this plan and it's worked out for.
1: Yeah, and of course, Ian, of course, you're a local lad. You're from Milford. You've been coming here since you were in a pram and all your family would be here. It's eerie today with nobody here because it's their biggest day, as you said. There's always a great local crowd. The place is packed to the rafters and always a great atmosphere
8: buzz around Gordon. Always, yeah. Even the weather today wouldn't even put it off. There'd still be a great crowd. People you'd see from every year after year are here. Everyone goes back to let it be Langton's or the Bagnall or whatever for a few drinks. It's always a great day, so it's just unfortunate we can't do it this year, but we'll look, hopefully, next year we'll be able to come back to it.
1: And as you said, it, it, it's key to the local economy as well, because, as you said, Langton's in Kilkenny, the Lord Bagnall and Lachlan Bridge, all the local pubs, Clears and in in, uh, in Goran, all the local pubs and restaurants, they benefit greatly from today. It
8: generates a lot of money, is not it? Oh, I'd imagine everyone around gets a, gets a spin-off a day like today, restaurants, bars, everyone, a lot of people take the day off work nearly just to come for today and to have it it's a great day out for them but uh, look it's not to be this year as I said
0: hopefully to be back to be other days
1: yes fingers crossed well done today thank you
0: the Foley name is synonymous with Goran Park and the Tom Foley trained Rebel Gold took the penultimate race of the day the Daily Farrell chartered accountants beginners chase while Jack Kennedy was busy raking up the spoils from the feature race of the day, his brother Paddy was on board Rebel Gold at four to one ahead of Anti, the five to four favourite, and Jungle Junction, ridden by Sean O'Keefe. Pat Foley joined us for a chat ahead of Paddy Kennedy and there who you'll hear next.
2: Our sixth race of
1: the afternoon here in Gorham Park, the Daily Farrell the Countess Beginners Chase, was won by the locally trained Rebel Gold, trained by Tom Foley, Johnny Minow's son and assistant trainer Pat Foley. Pat, many congratulations! Great to see uh, the Foley name having a winner at your local track in Gosnells these days.
9: Yeah, it's great to be here today. Says that Kevin, um, it's always been a lucky track for me, um trained plenty of winners here, so it's great to have one on today. the kind of fancy them a bit coming here with that ground. We're on. I'm sure whether he would, but uh at least he, you know he's not ground dependent now either.
1: And that was only his third run over fences. His first run over or sorry, his second run over fences. It was a really good uh, beginner's chase when he chased home Asterium for and complete, Although he was well beat that beat that day. That was a hell of a good run in context
9: to today's race. Yeah, yeah, that was a cracking run that day. um yeah. jumping is probably his the key to him, He what does best. Um he jumped his way into the race that day probably even he can be a keen horse. Uh, he runs with a hood, and that day he probably ran a little bit keen, but with such a strong pace that day, it helped him. But um, we know he's not too far off the horses. It's good horse in front of him. So, maybe a nice handicap in him someday, hopefully.
1: And he's been very consistent as well, because he's won twice over yeah. Hurts. But both of those wins are on good ground. It's absolutely bottomless here this
9: afternoon. Yeah. Was that a worry coming here today? It was a slight worry. He won in firm in Limerick, and I do think he'd be a better horse on better ground. But saying that, he was second in the pint-to-pint back early on in his career on bottomless ground. So he's not what you call ground-dependent, but I do think he is a better horse, uh, especially if he can go well uh, on, on better ground. And Pat,
1: well, he's very, very consistent. He's been placed numerous occasions. You reverted back to handicap company when he ran well, finished mid-div behind Dysart Diamond and Leperson over Christmas time. What's the future plans on going forward?
9: Uh, hopefully he come back here um, in March for the Shamrock chase, the Grail B chase here. It's 2-2, I think. Um, we won it before. But Dancing Hero, it's a a nice race. Um, We'll see what the handicapper is with him now after winning here. He's 132 already, but uh, that'll be the next pan hopefully, coming, coming back here.
1: And Pat, the Foley name is synonymous at Gorham Park you've had some great days here down through the years as well what's it mean to have a winner here again uh, I know it's different times obviously we've no crowds there's always a massive crowd here at Gorham Park and you've got some uh, cheer in coming back in what's it mean today to have a winner here at Gorham
9: Yeah, it means a lot it means to win at your local track always means that bit more um, one of the owners would be a local woman too Anne Nolan she would have loved to have been here to have seen her horse coming in uh, but yeah it's been a very lucky track for my father I'd say you train more winners here than any other track so if he's got it it'll stay going for the rest of us now yes indeed and
1: Pat you were just telling me the future is bright as well uh, with the uh, training side of things uh, it's something that you're mad keen on you're starting to build up numbers again you're telling
9: me yeah we're, th- things are picking up for us now again and um, horses are actually running well they we mightn't be getting the winners but they're running consistently well and um, we have some new owners in the yard some new horses and Hopefully it'll stay picking up for us now. Um, we'll be heading into the flat season with flat horses as well, but I suppose jumping will always be my first love, I suppose. But, um, yeah, but we'll try to keep it ticking over now, and hopefully a few more winners will come our way. In regards numbers, Pad, would you have many in now? Yeah, there's about uh, between 16 to 20 riding out. Um, the majority of them are our jumpers. Um, we started back a few of the flat ones now this week as well, so that's why we're a bit more up in numbers at the minute. But um majority are still national hunt. Um but we have a few nice flat horses hopefully to come along in the summer now as well.
2: And is it something that you've
1: always aspired to do is to eventually take over the licence and, and, and uh, uh, build up the training side of things again?
9: Yeah, yeah, I've always been interested in the training side of it. I've been at home for in my work at home my whole life with my father, so um yeah, it's something I've always had a love to do. Um, if it can be half as successful as he's been, I'll be, I'll be quite happy with that. Well,
1: great stuff. Well, it's great to hear in these difficult times that uh, things are picking up, and as I say, you have new owners, more horses in the yard, and uh, many congratulations to Rebel Gold as well. He's going to be a real flag bearer for you, hopefully.
9: Hopefully, now, yeah. Um, hopefully, we can pick up a nice pot with him. That's what we've been the plan with now for a long time. So, if we get a bit of luck, it'll be a nice one in him, hopefully. Great stuff. Pat, many congratulations. Sure. Thanks, Evan. Yeah,
10: Thanks very much Kevin, That yeah, was great, my, my pot of gold wasn't as big as Jack's now but um, we'll settle for it in here, it was grand. <laughs>
2: yeah
10: it's great um, and I work with Pat, Tom's son there, um, he, he works hard and he's done a great job with that horse because... Early on in his career he was extremely free and Pat just took his time with him and brought him along nicely and uh, he's he's paying dividends now. And Paddy, he come here today was really fancying his chances
1: in the context of the race today compared to what you've taken on in the past offences, only his third run, but his last start offences,
10: you were thrown you know, behind Asteria and Forlorn when well, uh, you come play with a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and Asteria for Forlorn was running well in the Grade 1 in Limerick when he fell. And then he came into, he went to Punch's Town and people were fancying him over in by Allen. And then Conflate came out and won in his next run. So the the farmers in the book. He's very the guy. He and, uh, come on yeah, yeah, he's um probably it's barreling on race will there today, but um that he wouldn't want to that extreme. He got away with it today, but I uh, wouldn't be running him on it too often. But, uh, yeah, he's unbelievable to jump a fence. Uh, he makes so much ground in the air. And it's probably a downfall from running over hurdles. He spends a bit too much time in the air, but um he's two one over we we said at the start of the year, anything he wins over hurdles is a bonus. Um chasing is his game. I, here today. Uh, I was, yeah. Um I was afraid of Jungle Junction I'd ridden him in his last two runs. He fell at the last in, in Lephers Sound the last day. Um I can't say I would have won that day, but he, he was running a big race. But um, I thought he was my main danger, but um, thankfully my lad pulled out today, and yeah. And
2: this is this your first winner
10: on that first, is uh, I'd say, yeah, uh, it is on the day, yeah. I don't know, obviously, it's normally a massive crowd here, a massive atmosphere, but even so, i think difficult times, they're going to be the right winner Oh, jeez, oh, it is, yeah, unbelievable. There's, there's still a little buzz around here today. Absolutely. Um, there's a difference it, being able to get a parking space here today when other years you can't. Um, but no, it's brilliant. I, I got a good a bit of excitement out of that winner now. It's, it's a great day to ride a winner on. I know brilliant season. winner? No, 17. 17, yeah. No, it's my best season so far. And um, it's horses like him that I've won three on. And Paul Fahey's Bally Shannon Rose. And, you know, a horse like that have played a big part. And then the likes of Paul Fahy and Pat Foley and Jessica Harrington. And my brother Michael, all them all them people have been very good to me. And of course, the highlight this season, of course, you obviously had a massive
1: highlight when
10: finishing runner-up the Magic of Life in Tiger Roll's first entry at Manchester in But your highlight, uh, your biggest win of your career has come this season uh, in a grade two with Navin. Yeah, Ashdale, Bob and Navin. Um, he, it was a great day. Um, you know, we thought he had a chance going into the race, but didn't think he'd win it the way, he, didn't think he'd win it, but not a mind the way, the fashion he won it in. And um unfortunately he went to Nice for the grade one um the last day, at the Lawler's Hotel and um he crashed out at the second hurdle. But um that's racing for you. You're up one day and you're down the next, so it's, um it's 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 been a good season anyway overall. Yeah, yeah, um, Jack
0: was getting a free run of things there for a while, so I keep money on his toes now.
10: <laughs> yeah, thanks Kevin, thank you.
0: Before the bumper, we heard from Joe Connolly of Connolly's Red Mills, himself chair of Goran Park, to see how company life is at Red Mills and look at developments around the track.
11: Kevin, I was just relating a story earlier today that when we started in, in school at five years of age, we always had this particular Thursday to yesterday's day off school. I don't know, was it the fact that it was dangerous for kids to walk to school or the teachers all wanted to go racing? But um, I'm delighted to be here today. Uh, this is my first time to be in the race course since uh, Redmill's Day last year, which was February. Um, I must compliment everybody uh, that's kept racing going even though we can't attend but uh, we can see it on TV, we can see it on the phones and the most important thing is that the horses themselves are getting the exercise and obviously there's uh, there's 26,000 people depend on horse racing to continue and um, you know if you take all those people that would be out of a job so it's great to see it going and the commitment from everybody from HRI and the race courses, jockeys, trainers, everybody is brilliant. Yeah, it's um, obviously, you know, the last thir- Thursday in January is a very, in the, we're coming out of a gloomy time, stretching the weather, etc. cetera. But Tayestis, uh has that calling, Kevin, and would bring people from all over Ireland and abroad. But, you know, people would come and say, it's, it's a bit like, well, I shouldn't say maybe it's like going to knock, but in in racing terms, people would go at, because it's such a... Um, it's such an important day in racing, and it's such a historic day. As I talked about when I was a kid, um, you know, it was it was running, and people come because it was a great day out. And like you said, in the in from all uh, areas that people came from, there was always somewhere to call in for the breakfast on the way down, and for the dinner on the way home. And I'm sure copious points along with it. But it's um, you know the, the it's the biggest meeting of the new year and has been, and certainly. We're very, uh, we're very happy with it and delighted to have TV today so that people can actually see the spectacle. Um, rough, uh, rough weather and all that has gone on in the past today wasn't too bad apart from being a bit sticky. But, uh, you know, all the races are, well, we're about to start the last race now and, and that will have um, brought everybody home. Yeah, Kevin, we've been very lucky, and my father and Paddy Mullins had a, had a meeting some years ago, chance mean they were in school together, and Volpine uh, was the name of the horse, wouldn't eat. My father had a Norton meal plant, and as a result of the introduction of cornflakes at the time, it meant that porridge was going out of fashion. So they actually cooked all that ration for the horse on the porridge plant, and uh, in fact we're, we're developing that even still today. Um we, we export to 74 countries currently worldwide, and um, we have 365 people employed. Uh, it's been a very good time, and I must say, you know, great business to be in. But uh, it's all about the people and the commitment, and we have some very, very good people. But well, we have some very, very good people in Goran Park here. Eddie and the team are just superb. Yes, we've uh, we had some old asbestos buildings that we took down and we've re-roofed those. Uh, we've uh, extended the the area where the veranda is, and we have other bigger plans. All going well that we'll be able to do those over the next couple of years. But it's uh, it's very important to renew because Goran Park is going to be here. It was hundred years old in in uh, 2014. And hopefully in uh, the next 100 years, we'll be as strong. But that depends on the team here, and the team is excellent.
0: Thanks, Kevin. And last, but by no means least, we hear from Goran Park General Manager Eddie Scally, who's recently been made permanent in the same role in Wexford, holding on to dual roles for 2021.
12: Yeah no look as you say Kevin it's it is a different time but you know we're just we're just delighted that we were able to race uh, in these times it's it, it is it is very hard on everybody and and I hope the people got to enjoy the coverage whether it was on the radio with KCLR or if they were watching in on RT it's just it's just super that we were you know able to have that race meeting today and let people let their minds drift on to something else for a while. <laughs> No, definitely. I mean like even there you see Gavin Cromwell just winning the bumper there a couple of minutes ago. And as you said, Tom Foley is the local trainer there, you know, first popular guy and it was lovely to see him getting a winner as well. But there's a lovely spread of winners today. I think it's interesting, you know, I was only saying it to the boys earlier on, it's it's definitely the first Testes day golf Tayestas that I remember in so long without Willie having a winner, um, because he, you know he normally mops up here at Goran Park, and maybe with the lack of crowds or maybe the really testing ground, I don't know what what happened that he didn't have a few winners today. But look, nonetheless, it's, it was just it was just wonderful to, to see a lot of trainers getting a lot of lot of spotlight today. I suppose that's the nicest way of putting it, you know. Yeah, no, and it's it is it's it's so big. Like, obviously having a national brand like Goffs, Red Mills, and and even even Mulhern there from Abbeyville stood, they've been sticking with us for a long time. But from a local perspective, Ballyhane stood there in Lockland Bridge, Joe Foley and Jane, they, you know, they've been superb and they've stuck with us for a long time with the PJ Foley Memorial Bumper and Eamon Langton inside in Langton House Hotel. Like, they're, that's a business that's going through a really tough time at present. And in fairness to the lads in Langtons, so when I made the call with them a couple of months back, they said no idea, 100% we're we're sticking with you. And as well, Pat Farrell is another local man from. Tom Goren himself, uh, Daily Fire Accountants, you know, which is, is brilliant to see it. And then the other sponsor, of course, on the day was the Adair Manor, uh, J.P. McManus' uh, hotel there. But they're sponsoring a series of races across the country. And, and what that man is putting into racing, it, it's, it's immeasurable how much he puts into racing. I know he loves his horses and he loves racing, but at the same time, he, he, he digs deep to make sure that everybody in racing is looked after
2: Yeah, I you know, well
12: yeah no like it is it is but like in the time we're in, I mean, if you looked over the last number of years, and you're going back in history, I mean, all the hostilities around the area, the city itself will be vibrant later on tonight, the likes of Langton's themselves or Matt the Miller's, place, like that, and even the likes of Thomastown, Lachlan Bridge, you know, the Lord Bagnall, these places will be swinging tonight as well after it. And it's, it's unfortunate, you know, but, you know, next year, you know, next year will be there and, and, and we'll be hopefully back and having a, another big cracking day at the races. And From our perspective, I really hope that anyone that did tune in today Got to see Gorham Park in all its beauty. I mean, in fairness to the track staff there, it's been a really tough couple of days. We've had an awful lot of rain. You see how heavy the ground was out there, and you know I can't thank Razi and and Paul and and their team there. Razi's team are, like they do a wonderful job. And in fairness, Stephen, Joe, and the lads on the golf course like striping up lawns and things. We were laughing about it last night. You'd never see the lawn here on Tieste's day because there's not really people standing in it. So this year we were even more conscious of you know the place looking well. But you know I couldn't be prouder of the lads. It's it's a tough time at the moment, but you know next year we'll be back and we'll be bigger and stronger than ever. Yeah, no, this is it, Kevin. You know, like steel roof and solutions there, uh, SRS there in Castle Comer, come in replaced all our, our, our roofs. You know, they served their time. I'd say is the best way of putting it. So all the, all them roofs are after been fully replaced, and all our stands, the stands are all after been fully repainted. We've started building on an extension at the back of the middle floor stand, which will be a big, huge kind. Of the club lounge you know and it's 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 exciting times you know and we've we've big plans for the future as well but you know we'll just have to guide our way through this covid crisis at the moment and when we come out the other side of it we'll be we'll be we'll be ready for the recovery <laughs> I know. Look, yeah, yeah, Look, it's it's a really, it's a really tough time for loads of people, and and for everybody, really. You know, it's 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 hard not being able to socialise and keeping all the distances and stuff. we just have to ride out this storm and as sure as day follows night and night follows day this too will pass and I'm sure you know we'll be all ready for a big recovery in Gorham Park as much as anyone else and I just you know I hope to see everybody back here next year and we'll hopefully have a really really good this Day to make up for last year you know
0: a wrap for this edition of Scoreline Extra if you want to find out all the uh, results and everything else that happened on Golf's Day Essays Day you can check out uh, our live results and reaction and photos online at scoreline.ie of course you can get the show on air weekends Saturdays and Sundays between 2 o'clock and 6 o'clock on KCLR live updates all week long all the sport and everything else you need from the world of it online at scoreline.ie if you like what you hear and you want to subscribe for more you can grab Scoreline Extra right now on Spotify Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts and online at scoreline.ie and while you're there check out some of our other podcasts you've got the Clash Act covering all things GAA and all things MMA which does exactly what it says on the tin until next time take care